It's Thursday, February 8th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know. To be in the know, a U.S. drone strike in Baghdad killed a commander of the Iran-backed Iraqi militia blamed for a deadly strike at a U.S. base in Jordan last week, part of a sharpened effort by the Pentagon to deter attacks on its forces. The targeted strike on a militia commander within Iraq signals a willingness to expand the U.S. approach, analysts said. The commander of the Iraqi militia group Qataib Hezbollah was responsible for directly planning and participating in attacks on American forces in the region, the Pentagon said. The U.S. strike in Iraq on Wednesday was part of a more aggressive attack against leaders of the Iran-aligned groups responsible for at least 168 attacks against American forces based in the region. Despite the U.S. campaign, Iranian-backed militias have continued targeting U.S. forces. President Biden approved the strike against the commander early last week. The Pentagon proceeded when military planners knew they could take a shot and the risk of civilian casualties would be mitigated. Iraqi officials were notified of the strike shortly after it occurred, according to the Pentagon. In other news, the Marine Corps said Wednesday it is searching for five Marines who were on board a helicopter that went missing on its way to San Diego a day earlier. The Marines said civil authorities found the helicopter on Wednesday morning in Pine Valley, California, about 40 miles east of San Diego. It didn't describe the aircraft's condition. The helicopter had taken off from Creech Air Force Base outside Las Vegas on Tuesday for a routine training flight. The helicopter was reported overdue on Tuesday when it did not land at the Miramar Air Station in San Diego. California for several days has been dealing with an atmospheric river causing heavy rain and high winds. State fire officials said they were searching for the helicopter in an area covered in snow that was hard to access. Around the world, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu rejected Hamas's terms for a ceasefire in Gaza after the Palestinian militant group called for the release of thousands of prisoners along with other concessions in its first response to a U.S.-backed proposal to end the fighting. The dismissal was a setback for a U.S. diplomatic push led by Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who met with Israeli leaders on Wednesday during a fifth visit to the region aimed in part at defusing tensions before a possible Israeli military offensive on Rafah a city in southern Gaza near Egypt's border where over a million displaced Palestinians have sought refuge. Speaking on Wednesday evening, a day after Hamas submitted a detailed reply, Netanyahu didn't specify which demands were unacceptable to Israel, but he vowed to continue Israel's military campaign against Hamas in Gaza. Giving in to Hamas's bizarre demands that we heard right now not only won't bring the release of hostages, it will just invite another massacre, Netanyahu said in a news conference. He also said that Israel thinks it can achieve its goal of toppling Hamas and ending security threats from Gaza within months. Back in the U.S., Senate Democrats tried Wednesday to pin down more GOP support for a bill that would provide military aid to Ukraine, Israel, and other allies after Republicans blocked a broader legislative package that linked the foreign assistance to policy changes at the southern border. The broader measure was the product of four months of bipartisan negotiations, but Republicans had made clear earlier this week that it had no path forward. 
With 49 in favor and 50 opposed, it fell short Wednesday of the 60 votes required to advance. GOP lawmakers initially had demanded border changes as a condition for Ukraine aid, but they later balked, saying the negotiated terms regarding migrants were not tough enough. With the broader measure dead, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer moved to schedule a procedural vote to advance a narrower $95.3 billion version of the package that would fund Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, but exclude border security provisions. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.